Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 147, Seventh Heaven, a blah blah podcast, the only show on the web that'll make you sick and tired of everything ever on the internet because there's so much to talk about. I am Jason Green, and with me, as always, is Sean Smith. We, we can't talk about that show, Jason. It's been tainted. Oh, no. Taint. Literally. Literally, it's been tainted. <laughs> I think taint's my favorite word in the English language. Right next to soliloquy. You can't even say it right. <laughs> yep, exactly. It's so cool. Also with us today is the man, Mike Dowling. Hello. Hello, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. Oh, Mike, I have some questions to ask you soon. And rounding out this crew is the D-Man, Dan Katz. Word to your mother. Woo! Wicka, wicka! Jason, I think that for now on, when you introduce Mike Dowling, you you need to call him the big dog. The big dog. Uh, (laughs) Can we get a sound clip of Michael Cole saying it? It's the big dog. (laughs) It's the big dog! Or like I think it was the most recent Royal Rumble or something like that where he's walking down and Cole said it with so much like passion behind it. It's the big dog. You guys take note of uh, the big dog taking out Nakamura this week. (laughs) Mike, what did you do? (laughs) I I couldn't help it. I get it. I get it. Inside wrestling joke, everybody. Uh, That's right. This is Blah Blah Podcast. You can follow us any and everywhere on all types of podcasting platforms, but most notably Apple Podcasts and iTunes and on our YouTube page. All the same name. Uh, We have a lot to cover and a lot to preview. So, Sean, please take it away. Uh, (laughs) Goddamn you, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He sent me a Snapchat of Terry Crews, and it's... uh... It sure it's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Also, this guy is shook. I don't know why. It, for some reason, it looks like his face is melting in that photo. Well, uh, that's oh, just the uh, <laughs> screen of a screen. Mm. Yeah, I see. I'm saving that. I took a screenshot of it, Mike. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, why don't we start off uh, with the, the one thing that Jason's been waiting for all week, and that's uh, Mike Dowling's review of the movie Gotti. Yeah, Mike, what do you got T for us? Oh, Jesus. Um, I've been trying to think of how to describe this movie, and uh, I think the best way I can put it is it seems like a miniseries that got cut to hell. Hmm. Um, I don't think it smart. was. I don't think it was. Oh, well, it was directed it, by uh, E from, uh, from the, uh, the, what the hell is that? Yeah, Entourage, yeah. God, but there the the one scene that stands out to me it's a completely innocuous scene like it's it's of no importance whatsoever like most scenes in this movie. Um, it shows a in almost a, uh, a cartoon like fashion when a fucking newspaper shows up on screen uh, and it just shows a headline and it was of some enforcer of Gotti's who's covering his face and they, whenever they use archival uh, or newspapers or news footage, they use real stuff, which is, which I thought was like one of the good things about the movie. And it kind of makes me actually want to see a documentary about Gotti. Uh, but it shows this enforcer walking out of the courthouse next to Gotti and he's covering his face. And then it immediately cuts to uh, the top of a parking garage. 
and there's two cars on the opposite side, like uh, a distance away from each other. And it looks like it's going to be some big confrontation. And it has this one guy who looks like they cast a guy who looks like the dude in the picture. Mm-hmm. And John Travolta coming out of his car and he yells at him to say, like, never cover your fucking face if you're walking with me, blah, 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 blah. And it's basically just saying, like, don't hide your face in, on the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And then the scene ends. This guy, I have never seen this guy in the movie prior to this scene. Never see him again. It had nothing to do with anything. And that is basically the movie. I heard there's mm-hmm. another thing like that where uh, he tells someone to always have a witness when you go in the to meet a made man's wife or something at some point in the movie. Yeah. That and was nothing a, happens a, to it. Another scene just like that. But the thing is, you don't see the guy uh, going to meet the dude's wife. Like, apparently, it, it was just him yelling at one of his other guys saying, like, who was dropping off money for someone and the dude's wife was there, but the guy wasn't. Mm. And it just was like, you never miss a made man's wife without someone with you and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, and I don't, I mean, that guy might have been in a couple other scenes, but that scene in particular had no bearing on the rest of the story. There never seemed to be any kind of overarching plot whatsoever. Cause I mean, I guess when it's a biopic, you're just taking vignettes of a person's life, but that's why some of the good biopics only take a certain section of someone's life and turn that into the story. Like the Steve um, Jobs one. Yeah. But this was just like, here he is a little, and it's, and it's John Travolta the whole way through. So when he's like in his twenties to when he's in his, whatever the hell he was, <laughs> his late, late, late seventies. I think he was when he died. I could be wrong. Uh, he looks like he's in his eighties. He, he looks like Guy Pierce in Prometheus. Oh, did they, no. Did they de-age him for when he was in his 20s? Not at all. They just put pancake makeup on him. <laughs> uh, his son, one of his, uh, who plays John Gotti Jr., is like some younger guy. Gotta be in his early, mid-20s. And he's playing this character from the age of like 14, which just looks awkward there, to the end of the movie where it's John Gotti's, end of John Gotti's life. And they actually show news footage of John Gotti Jr., intercut with the 20 year old actor and this dude's like in his late forties in real life with gray hair on his sides. And this dude just <laughs> looks like got a Brooklyn blowout. Like look every, no one looks right. It looks like a bad Goodfellas cosplay. The, Damn. The, sound, the soundtrack, God help me. The soundtrack that is, um, we, we, we joked about uh, suicide squad earlier. This reminded me of suicide squad where it was music that did not match the scene it was this weird because apparently, uh, I mean, I could have just it could be just people jesting online, but uh, I think Pitbull yes. was like the musical supervisor yes, that was did true. the score, like and uh, it, dude, like nothing fit. And then there were it jumped into like a bunch of popular music from the time where the movie like the scenes take place, and it was a nonstop music video that sucked. <laughs> Sounds like it was edited to shit too. How was uh, Travolta's wig? Uh, I mean, I feel like it was the one he brought from home. <laughs> <laughs> it was under his pillow. Yeah, I mean, at least with the younger scenes, the older scenes they put on the gray wig. Um, yeah, and then the movie just very abruptly ends because uh, it it's bookended with middle-aged Gotti on the uh the Hudson River just breaking the fourth wall talking to the camera. And, uh, yeah, it started and stopped very abruptly. It was very jarring. Was it at least, like, a good length, like an hour and a half, so you weren't suffering? 
uh, how long was it? I think it was like an uh, just under an hour fifty, so like an hour forty-seven, I think. Uh, okay, okay. So I mean, I unlike the CEO of MoviePass said in his uh, AMA, <laughs> I was I was looking at my watch every so often. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I was uh, I heard uh, today that um, something that I didn't know about the movie apparently because this movie's been in pre-production hell for years. Apparently, uh, a few years ago, uh, Joe Pesci was supposed to play a role in the movie. I think this was before Travolta was even involved. And he apparently gained 30 pounds for whatever this role was in the movie. And then the financiers backed out and he was... And he sued them. And he sued them for like $3 yeah. million. Dollars. Uh, Damn. I think he won that case, but... And he's just sitting there on his ass, just all fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I I I do have some morbid curiosity, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, that's the only reason I saw it was a morbid curiosity, and it's like, I mean, you know, and and you made Movie Pass pay for it twice. Yep, that's true. That's true. And I hadn't used my Movie Pass in a little while, so I'm like, I, I gotta use it, and I might as well use it on their own thing. <laughs> you used it with me like two days prior. That's true, but. <laughs> You fucker! Shut up, Jason. Even before, before that, <laughs> Sean it, it, and I supported the other movie pass film, American Animals. So yeah, the was good, that bad the good too? one. Oh, it's good. Well, anyway, Mike, out of what, what would you give Gotti out of ten? Out of ten, uh, and are we? Is the lowest zero? Yes. Yeah. Or is the lowest <laughs> one? Okay. If the lowest is zero, I would give it a one. Oh, wow, that's you, nice. You critic who sits behind a keyboard <laughs> yeah it's not like critics are fans or anything like that you shill yeah you marvel shill <laughs> <laughs> yes I, I cash those marvel paychecks every week <laughs> you sell out uh all right let's move on uh another movie that we need to talk about uh, we which, have to. Yeah, yes, we do. Uh, it's uh, it was the big release from this past weekend, which we all saw. That's a, the new Jurassic World movie. What is it? Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Is that what it's called? Yeah, more like Fallen Asleep. Jason, how could you fall asleep when it was so loud? I don't know. I was just trying to make a bad pun. Someone, but, yeah. someone legit did fall asleep in our screening, though. I don't know if Dan, you remember that. <laughs> But there was yeah. someone who was uh, snoring by the end of the movie. Sure, it was was wasn't well, a dinosaur noise. The fucking problem is you take dinosaurs and you put them in one location for half the movie. I mean, yeah. I tell Here, you. let me uh, let me let me run by uh, to anyone who didn't see this movie and they want to stick around for the spoiler review. This is what the movie sounds like. And then you got the little girl going. There you go. There's Jurassic World. I'm a clone. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just said in Raptor Talk that this is a spoiler-filled review. Oh, that's what that was. Yes. Um, so, if Already you don't care, stick around. Spoiler p plot twisted the whole movie, so you, you wasted it. Uh, so, yeah, if you uh, don't care any about spoilers or if you've seen Jurassic World, please stick around and take a seat. Uh, but if you do care... Sorry for the prior spoiler, but we're just we're just saving you the time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, so here we go. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom spoiler-filled review. Um, I'll start off. Uh, it was... What's the right word? It, I, 
Was it a mess? Yes. Was it an auditory mess? Double yes. This movie was just grating to my ears. Just raptor noises left and right. It reminded me of an... Um, uh, what the hell was it? Star Wars Holiday Special where there's like that, that like 45 minute long scene of just Chewie and his family talking. <laughs> rrr, rrr. And then it's just well, like I, that. Which, I, yeah. I, th- I think what you were mentioning before about how loud the movie is, there were points, it's especially not just the sound effects. No it's the score too, especially on the island where like, for example, you know, you'd have Buffalo Bill's character and I couldn't mm-hmm. hear a word that he was saying because of either the loud noises or the score. And that was happening throughout a lot of the movie too, where I couldn't hear the dialogue. And tr- this isn't a theater where uh, there weren't that many people in there. There was maybe 10, 12 people. So it wasn't uh, people around us being loud, but the movie itself was too loud. I couldn't yeah. hear who, uh, what the, the dialogue was. I thought maybe it was my theater, but uh, no. if you guys heard it too, then I guess it's the movie. Uh, as far as the plot goes, it's just, it's really all over the place. It's literally two movies meshed together in one. It's like in the writer's room. They're like, no, we got to go back to the island. No, we need to bring the dinosaurs home. All right, let's meet in the middle. So one half is that, is going back to the island. The other half is the bringing di- the dinosaurs back. Yeah. Uh, I mean, back back to the mainland, back home. And uh, you got that Indoraptor that you see in the trailers that's going around creeping on little kids trying to eat them. That's like the Just whole like Stephen Collins. <laughs> yeah, seventh heaven. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, I'm trying to I, honestly. I'm sorry. I'm trying to remember the fucking plot, and I just can't. Okay, I'll like, tell you the plot. Yeah. So I thought it was a very simple plot. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, but I just. It's not. I just. I remember that they had to go back to the island to save the dinosaurs because it was going to blow up. Yeah, there and was then, there was a volcano that was on the island, and if they didn't get the dinosaurs off, it was going to explode and kill all the dinosaurs. However, and the government said no. That's yeah, right. Yes. Bill like tricked them right and well, captured. Yeah, blue. See, I, I, think the, uh, I think the first half of the movie was Hurricane Heist on the dinosaur island. Oh my god! But then they realized Hurricane Heist was coming out, so they had to <laughs> expand it more, and then they added that horror movie at the end. <laughs> well, so it it starts off where uh, they need. What the fuck is her name? I still don't even know her name. What? what oh, Claire, Claire Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, the oh, the, the android. <laughs> uh, Owen, Owen is Chris Pratt, and they Claire, made a point to show you she wasn't wearing heels in this movie. Too. Yeah, that was the op- that was her opening shot. But they so okay. So I actually surprisingly enough, I thought the the strongest part of the movie was the opening scene. Uh, oh, where, that was awesome! Where they're underwater trying to get the whatever the the dinosaur was in the last movie, his the, the bone. Yeah, and uh, bone, even though it? the whole scene is basically shown in the trailer, it's the most I know. effective one. I, was, I, I leaned over to Mike and I said that as the dude was hanging off the fucking ladder, and I'm like, yeah. "This was in the trailer," and then you, the thing comes up and chomps him. Yeah, but then you go from that to uh, like BBC news footage of them talking about the the previous movie's events and how there was a huge settlement and lawsuit against whoever was in uh you know the backers of uh, Jurassic World and then they cut to like this uh campaign office with uh the android and she's like surrounded nope. by all these people uh what the fuck's her name Claire you just Claire. I just call her the I call her the android cuz she doesn't blink she's like one of those sex robots that just <laughs> That's what she looks Howard's like. Daughter. I I know, but her acting in the movie is just expressionless and eyes wide open. 
I remember um, Bryce Dallas Howard was on, I think it was Conan or something like that, and he mentions how she can cry really good on command. <laughs> Ever since he said that, every fucking role I see her in, she's crying. She was crying in this. I think she cried a little bit in Jurassic World 1. When she cry she in was this? crying in uh, there was a scene like I I remember. Oh, was, was it when the Brontosaurus was uh, getting killed? I think so. I remember her specifically crying because that her- fucking scene uh, is such bullshit in this movie. Like it's so forced that it doesn't earn any sympathy whatsoever. No, it's like, hey, One remember? Like, yeah, remember? <laughs> and then uh, and and then they're like, oh, the Brontosaurus is going to die. Yeah, well, guess what? They should all die. It's a, there's so many mixed messages in the movie. But anyway, mm-hmm. my point is. You have, uh, they've established that there was some sort of legality that was brought up against the first one, yet she was in charge, by by the time that the Indian guy died, she was in charge of the park to the point where her handprint is the way to track all the dinosaurs, so she's, she was the head wig of the park, yet she faced no uh, litigation, no charges were were brought up against her, in fact, she's rallying with the senators to try to get them to save the dinosaurs off the island makes no sense whatsoever. How did she get out scot-free? And the fact that they do the same thing between her and Chris Pratt in this movie as they did in the last movie where they're apart and then they mm-hmm. come back together and then by the end they're a thing. So, so lazy. Yeah. They're, they're just like, hey, guys, remember how much of a dick he was in the last movie? He's a little bit less of a dick this time, but it's the same thing. Yeah, in the first movie, weren't they in a previous relationship prior to? They said yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. technically this is a third time that we're doing this. So the one, first yeah, one was off camera. Yeah, a toxic relationship. <laughs> yeah, maybe you learned your lesson. I think it's Chris Pratt saw his feelings for Blue. <laughs> he going he to fuck that raptor? <laughs> Blue is the best character in the whole movie, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, like, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but then they introduce... Um, Fake John Hammond, uh, uh, yeah, w- which completely ret- retcons the entire uh, previous what four movies. All of a sudden, now John had a, a partner in his whole Jurassic Park thing, and for some reason, he's still alive and has never been mentioned. But he wants to <laughs> save the dinosaurs. He's just there. Uh, it's it's the pig from. I mean, it's the farmer from. Uh, babe. <laughs> no, not the, <laughs> not the pig. I meant to say it's the pig farmer from from Babe, uh, James Cromwell, who puts on a authentic British accent, which was going in and out. Um, yeah, it was. But and but, then you find out that there's this little kid, which we can talk about in a little bit. He just did, but. Uh well, yeah, that's later. true. But um, and then they have to. Uh, they they're tricked by this dude who works for uh, not John Hammond. Uh, to go to the island to save the fucking dinosaurs. Rafe Spall. <laughs> Who is this guy? It's the, it's the biologist from Prometheus. Oh, uh, yeah. he was terrible in the movie. Um, <laughs> he was legit bad guy. Just like mustache twirling bad guy. Yeah, and you know, n- not even trying to hide it. I don't. I don't know how no one else noticed, but. <laughs> uh, so then they get to the island. They get double crossed. You have Buffalo Bill who for some reason, loves taking dinosaur teeth with him simply because we need him to open the cage later. Mm. Uh, and uh, hilarity ensues. <laughs> the, the, the volcano blows up. <laughs> I don't know. That's and, but, and by the time you get to the house, it's just like they have the auction. and Which, by the way, those Jones dinosaurs... Jones shows up with his fake teeth. Oh, my Who God. Does? 
<laughs> uh, Toby Jones, uh, the little guy with the the big wooden fake teeth. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah from uh, you mean the dude from fucking Captain America? Yeah, Zola. Yeah, yeah. and he's got like a terrible hairpiece on. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, was it just me or did anyone think that the dinosaurs were way underpriced? Like they were selling them for like twenty yeah. million. I'm like. I- uh, well, you see, they were they were probably still using the script for Jurassic Park four, mm. and however long ago that was written, they didn't account for inflation and yeah. the two thousand eight economy they, crash. They bring it up in Trump's presidency. <laughs> yeah, like you're you're telling me that this movie right now cost what six brontosauruses? Like, <laughs> what, <laughs> what what's 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 the deal? I mean, there? I guess. In in the movies universe, dinosaurs have been around for a long time, so maybe they've. I mean, have been recreated and been around for a long time so maybe their market value has dropped the they kind of make mention about how once these other countries and other businesses get these dinosaurs and they'll make clones of them too yeah which then Mm. begs the question because you have the opening scene of the the people trying to get the, the the skeleton bone clearly anyone can go to the deserted island why aren't other people going there too why aren't the russians going there the same thing of course you know the russians try to get the uh, most uh dangerous or dinosaur. The, theoretically theoretically what they they say the dinosaur should only last so long that means whatever dinosaur was on isla sorna have been long dead right you would think yeah so oh, that's that's what, they don't mention it at all other they mention yeah. the island for a second they say before isla sorna and here's but, an yeah. idea why if you really want to save the dinosaurs and i hate to quote patrick here but why don't you pick them up and push them somewhere else meaning the other <laughs> island just take yeah. them and put them over there. <laughs> With that, the Who one knows, that doesn't man. have a volcano. So are Jurassic World 2 and 3 like not canon anymore? Because of, I mean, not Jurassic World, Jurassic Park 2 and 3. Are they I not know. canon I mean, anymore? I, I, think that, I think the reason they said Isla Sorna was to make sure that they're canon. Gotcha, okay. I forgot that what island that was for a second. But it still doesn't uh, make any fucking sense because yeah. they could have just taken him to Isla Sorna and it would have been fun. Well, I don't think number three really has any relation to any of these movies, really. So oh, you're, so of course. You're, so you're basically just dealing with the second one because of the the, the second island. And, uh, you know, they, they clearly established they have the picture of, of John Hammond in there. In fact, I don't know. I, I was uh, looking at this earlier. There's a line that the fake John Hammond says in the movie that is literally word for word so, uh, a piece of dialogue from the Lost World that John Hammond says himself. Oh, I remember reading about this. Yeah, so uh, there's some copy and paste going on there. But um, yeah, by the time you, you get to the house, then it's just the auction and then you have everyone else in cages. You have the stupid headbutt dinosaur. Uh, oh my god, that, that was like the comic relief of the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, what else? I'm I'm trying to save the clone baby. Uh, <laughs> Mike, what were some of your favorite scenes or un- most least favorite scenes? Least favorite scenes. Uh, scenes stood out to you. Nothing really stood out to me. I mean, which is like it, it was very. I'm not, I don't hate it as much as you guys did, I think, or at least I'm not as vocal about it. Uh, like, the movie as a whole was just underwhelming, not so much disappointing, since uh, yeah, see, I, I, I have the other movies to have already padded that out for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
See, I, I wasn't went in with yeah. low expectations already anyway. And yeah. I wasn't like, I didn't think it was worse than I thought it was going to be. I kind of just was like, yeah, that, that's what I expected. Well, to like, me, it was worse because I went into Dr- the first Jurassic World with low expectations and it kind of met those low expectations. Whereas this one, I went in with the same low expectations and it did not meet those either. Mm. So, um, but uh, Mike, what did you think of the new Raptor? Um, pretty scary, right? I it, it had a personality. Oh yeah, he winked at the camera at the <laughs> yeah, and uh, and he made sure to take his sweet old time uh, to try to just like Nosferatu scare the little girl in bed instead of just eating it. Yeah, and he, uh, he was on camera. And apparently, his his teeth can cauterize wounds when he when he bites you. I didn't even notice that. Well, he, uh, when when he bit, he bit off Buffalo Bill's arm, there was just no blood whatsoever. Ah, okay. So that that dinosaur would fit well in a James Bond movie. Just yes, or Star yeah. Wars. Uber violence where no one bleeds. We all run on just fuel. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, uh, I I feel like again this was even more cheap than Jurassic World with like because in Jurassic World they did all the big callbacks so this one just had all like the leftover shit like hey remember when that girl closed the drawer and it was mirrors like here's a dumb waiter well you, you like, see they should have had the little girl do gymnastics fuck, that's oh, what I yeah. was gonna say like, remember when what, the raptor opened the door with its toe claw oh here here it is again <laughs> and here's Jeff Goldblum. I wonder if he still has. His yeah, black. who just bookends the movie, d- giving a speech that kind of relates, but he doesn't interact with any of the characters. In fact, we don't even know what time frame this is. In fact, he's just on trial. We don't even well, know they, when this movie but, takes and, place. He, uh, well, they say three. I think they said three years after Jurassic. It's like World. real time. And Jurassic World took place in when it came out, supposedly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, the two scenes of Jeff Goldblum. They look like, I mean, they were obviously shot in the same day, because why wouldn't you? Oh, this was, um, this was half a day. Oh, but, I, I'm but, pretty uh, sure that it was the same thing. It was oh, just you the think beginning, so? and I think it, it bookended. I think it, was the, I think it was after the world became Jurassic World already, according no, to I, I didn't think so, because uh, in the beginning, he's talking about how you, how you should leave them to die on that island. Yeah. And, uh, then, and then at the end, he's like, now they're out. Yeah. But it was like it was like did they did they well, have no, no, like no, no, no. A, I don't think that's long conference no 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 because I I'm I'm pretty sure he was talking about because the idea was to save them by transporting them off the island and his stance was no don't transport them off the island because it's gonna kill the rest of us it's right not... and he he was saying that in the beginning as this is a thing that's going to happen this volcano is going to explode and then at the yeah. end of the movie. He was talking about what had happened with the dinosaurs in past tense. I which made me... don't know about that. I took it as uh, he was just talking in general of of make of getting them off the island and putting them anywhere else. It would be bad for us, mm-hmm. and, and and it would turn into Jurassic World, which is you know what he ends with. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how I took it, at least. It it seemed like it was from. Yeah, like I said, the he was wearing theory. like the same. Suit yeah, it's, it's the same it thing. Kind of... Yeah. Oh, I no, I I I fully believe that he was wearing the same suit and that it was shot five minutes away from each other. But I'm just thinking in story. I believe they took place when they took place in the story before and after the events of the bulk of the movie. Well, mm. let's be honest. It was probably something that they wrote like five minutes before they started shooting. 
and uh, they were like, like oh, Jeff Goldblum's available for a day. Yeah, and so they were like, all right, we'll just put this at the beginning, and eh, we'll wrap it up at the end. And then also the fact that they had all those shots of the dinosaurs with the the other animals in, in the in the trailer too. Please tell me you stood you stood after for the after credit scene. Oh, I didn't want to, but we did. <laughs> yeah, it it was the most underwhelming after credit scene in the world. Some lady in our audience was just like, "That's it." <laughs> I, I, I I saw someone describe it as like in Iron Man instead of Nick Fury showing up. It's just another scene of Iron Man going up to some random dude and saying, I'm Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's like we know. <laughs> yeah. So they, Sean, they you should have wanna... just had uh, Chris Evans show up as Captain America again and talk about the importance of patience. <laughs> that should be <laughs> at every the, the thing I'll, I'll say about th- this is like the movie that they're at least suggesting they might make is an interesting idea for them to do if they did it well but i don't think that they will at all nope like well to me it sounds like uh which one is it uh uh rise of the planet of the apes which one is it the the first one that's um right right yeah Yeah, to me that's what it sounds like it said oh now humanity's in danger so because we got all these dinosaurs oh no i love how they like leave blue off and she's just like approached some town in, like Arizona or some shit. Like she's gonna eat all those babies in that town. Approaching <laughs> the neighborhood from ET. <laughs> <laughs> then they're gonna have a spinoff with John Cena, just like Bumblebee, all in blue. Um. So anyway, I've seen that. <laughs> the the big twist in the movie. We gotta talk about the big twist. So twist. we we have this the little girl, little girl character. Who, we gotta um, talk about the picture first, though, because that. Oh, the picture. Well, it kind of relates. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, like, when we saw the picture, I don't know if it was just me and Chum. We were like, "What the fuck are they trying to show us?" Yeah, because they show the picture and we're like, "Okay." So, because I thought the whole time that it was going to be uh, Laura Dern in the picture, because I'm thinking, first of all, that doesn't make sense anyway. But the, none of the movie made sense. Um, you know, I actually, for... it, I think it was actually the like the. The, the the chick that watches over the baby but much younger with the same looking girl in retrospect I think I understood that's what it was supposed to be well yeah that's, that is what movie, it was supposed to be I was just like what the fuck are they showing me but the whole time he because clearly they, they make it apparent like she's trying to see the photo and he won't let her and I'm thinking that you know that's probably what they're going to do I also heard something about her maybe being in the movie anyway but they said that that the um the daughter died in a car accident and I'm thinking they're not going to kill her off screen. Uh, but so then, uh, by the time that you, um, actually see the photograph, it's not John Hammond, the maid and the little girl. And it's clearly an old photograph. And then you find out later (laughs) that the little girl in the movie was cloned from the little girl who apparently must have died at some point, uh, which kind of plays in later because uh, <laughs> she ends up feeling bad for the dinosaurs <laughs> because they're clones too. <laughs> yeah, and they also make a point. The reason why we didn't hear about not John Hammond is because John Hammond thought it was ridiculous that he wanted to clone his daughter when he was bringing back dinosaurs from extinction. <laughs> oh, so we've had cloning technology for 30 years now, is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm thinking, uh, you know, well, 
what, like you're saying, like human cloning? Because I'm guessing she was only the first uh, successful one. Because I'm oh, imagining I'm that sure the little there's, girl. Yeah, I'm sure there's other Cronenberg clones down there <laughs> somewhere. Please, please tell me that they're gonna they gotta clone Newman's character and bring him back. <laughs> That's how they bring back everyone. They're all yeah. CG, just like uh, what's her face in Blade Runner. <laughs> uh, her eyes were green. Um. <laughs> So uh, you find this out. It's so random, too, just popping up in the movie. And then, uh, you know, they, they, they kill the, the big bad raptor. Um, and the big bad raptor. The big bad raptor. And <laughs> they, uh, they go down to where the other dinosaurs are being kept. And somehow there's like, I don't know, nauseous gas or whatever that's being leaked out. And yeah. uh, uh, they're going to die unless they let them free. And uh, uh, Android Claire, uh, she is about to push the button to let them all free, which, you know, is a big deal because no one's going to round up all these dinosaurs. They're just going to be roaming around free, and you can't have that. Um, Yeah, eating people. So the responsible adult, for the first time ever, does something actually logical and says, no, I will not sh- not push the button. Oh, I really like that part. Dinosaurs suffocate on cyanide. <laughs> yes, because you know what? This is a better way to die than being burned by lava. Mm-hmm. Yes. So instead... And nobody else gets hurt. So instead, little clone girl walks up <laughs> and goes, <laughs> boom, pushes the button, lets go of all the dinosaurs because they're clones like I am. They're dinosaurs. But they, no, no, no. I, be, I believe, they, I believe they, the words were, they're alive. Like they, they could have killed all the dinosaurs except Blue, because Blue wasn't in there. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, Whatever. fuck you. I, I know, Jason, you like to make fun of, uh, of uh, what's-her-face from uh, Last Jedi. Um, Rose? Rose for, uh, for uh, you got to save the ones you love. Oh, for kissing Finn as the fucking yeah. uh, rebels were being killed. Yeah, this this one's worse <laughs> because you have they're equally bad, uh, equally bad scenes no. in the movie. <laughs> you, but no, but basically the, the if you think about it, the fate of humanity has been decided by an eight year old little girl <laughs> who's a clone. Who's a clone. <laughs> <laughs> And she could very well regret that decision in ten years when all of her loved ones and, have been and no, it, like if I'm if I'm Android, Claire, does the little girl only have like a seven year or however many year life expectancy? <laughs> she's oh, yeah, maybe, oh god, maybe that's it. Maybe uh, she's like she's not even successful clone one. She's successful clone thirty, <laughs> but they only last for so many years. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, if, if I'm, I, I would have smacked her. I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you dumb little child. You just killed us all. You <laughs> maniacs. Out, Chris Pratt just slaps him like, you fucker. <laughs> and then, uh, they ended up, they, uh, they killed, uh, the, the bad business guy. Um. How did he die again? He, he, well, the T-Rex got, got him. That's right, yeah. Because, you know, they have to have a T-Rex get, because. I like the, how the T-Rex can sneak up on him, like, a, like he's in a stealth video game. Well, he snuck up on the first guy earlier in the movie. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. That's, that's the T-Rex's uh, super move. <laughs> he had a stored finisher. If only we knew that in the tournament. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so... Uh, terrible, terrible movie. Uh, I don't know yeah. if there's any other any other points that you want to talk about with the movie. I just remember uh, this... The, uh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, well, first, I, I just can't believe that the dinosaurs look so much worse. Oh, yeah, now. the CG was not good. <laughs> like... Uh, the stuff that was practical still does look good. 
because you can tell that some of the shots in there actually have a good amount of practical on there, but very far and few between. And then the other thing is, you can tell that they spent the entire fucking budget on the island. Mm. You think and so? Yes, because I'm the rest telling of you. And then they shot. found out about a hurricane heist <laughs> and act on the shot second half. Fucking dark in a small ass location where it's supposed to be like giant dinosaurs, like. And, and and it's and then it shots as like an oppressive uh, aspect ratio instead of like the big grand open one that we're yeah. used to because it's slowly gotten smaller because uh, Jurassic World the first one was uh, wider aspect ratio instead of taller well and now this one's even wider you can you can also tell and this is another thing that and I don't I think that I forget the name of the director um, J A Bayona yes uh, you know he. You could tell that he is he, he his background is horror. You could tell, um, mm-hmm. and you know he's done a lot better than this. Uh, but it kind of feels like, and I saw some behind the scenes footage with Colin Trevorrow sticking his fingers in there. I would not be surprised if Colin Trevorrow had a lot to do with this movie, considering he's also one of the screenwriters and producer. I, I honestly, I feel like that he would have been directing this if, if it wasn't for Star Wars. For- yeah, if he hadn't been picked for the Star Wars movie, but then he got fired from that. Could you imagine to... a Colin Trevorrow trilogy of Jurassic Park movies? <laughs> well, he's doing the next one. Is he? Yes. Oh. They've already said that. Oh, no. <laughs> I just, the one scene that sticks out for me in this is at the very end when Jeff Goldblum's monologuing about all the dinosaurs roaming free, and you see the giant, like, crocodile monster in the, in the, in the water. Going like breaching, it's about to kill. It's about to eat those surfers. But it was in the trailer. What I'm what I'm saying is in the trailer. Sean twice in this movie. I'm like they stole that from Meg. (laughs) Not only that, but it's like that's that guy's gonna die because this little girl freed him. Yeah, and that's freed those dinosaurs. No, no, no. Yeah, that big one got out in the opening scene. Oh, yeah. Well, so he, was gonna, he was going to wreck the oceans no matter what. Oh, oh, I'm sorry that she didn't result in 2% of the deaths caused by the dinosaurs. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> okay. We, we know that she's going to be responsible for the death of that line at the very end. Yeah. Is she going to get charged? Like, is the, the government going to come after her? She's, I feel no, like they she's would, they would, they're going to confiscate her because she's, like, no, she's, not she's government property. She's yeah. No, she's gonna get sent to a cage and uh, well, she doesn't have parents anyway, die. so it's she's gonna get sent to a cage on the border of Mexico. By the she's way, age her, rapidly. Her 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 mother, who was the maid when they, when we found that out and she was well, fired, she just left. Did they uh, did they ever say she was the actually the I mother? That was I don't know if that was the mo- I think it was just the maid. But I think that well, then who was the, was the just well who was the, the mother picture. then? It's always the maid. It was Laura Dern. There was no mother, like. No, but the of uh, the original wife had died, obviously. Yeah, but the original one, or something. No, maybe well, maybe the maid was like the the secret I, mother. I mean, you know what I mean? I think he was banging the maid. I think that's what was going on. He's going Schwarzenegger style, baby. Yeah, because <laughs> she was old as fuck too. <laughs> uh, where were we going with this? <laughs> I don't remember. We're Jurassic World done. Two, everybody, it's a we're mess. So- yeah. All right. Um. Uh, uh. Grades. Let's give grades for the, for the movie. Jason. Five out of ten. Uh, Mike. Ah, 
You know, I think I would also give it a five out of ten. Oh, okay. I will go three out of ten. I was actually going for four, but three, that four, sucks. Five. I have to go last side to go in the middle. I like I liked it better than Sean probably did. Yeah, I, 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 think I, I think I liked it more than Jurassic World. I, I liked the, with the exception of the clone daughter, I liked the horror short that was in it. There were yeah. more interesting uh, things to look at in this one, but the story was even dumber in this one. Uh, I can agree with that. Anyway. Yeah, like there, there, there's actually some pretty good cinematography hidden in this movie. Yeah, it's I just... mean, you can see it all in the trailer if you want. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to check it out. Uh, but yeah, so. All right, so that's Jurassic World. Uh, let's move on. We have a couple uh, quick news stories for this week. Uh, let's talk about uh, they released another uh, new Predator trailer. Um, third trailer in uh, not that many months. Uh, this one showing off more. It should have been the first trailer, <laughs> if we're honest. It honestly like an apology trailer. It honestly feels like an extended version of the last one. Um. I guess probably because part of the last one was a commercial, I believe. It was a TV spot, basically. Yeah, and they they show off more of uh, of the new super predator or whatever they're calling it, and some Let's of the new super predator suit design too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what you guys think. It it seemed okay. Like the the first trailer made it look to look at like a a pretty terrible movie. Then the second one was like, oh no, the Predator, Big Predator. And now this one, it's just like, meh. Yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way. Like, I love the Predator character. I was just playing uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands with Kyle and Matt yesterday. And there's a section of that where you can fight the Predator. And he fucking kicked our ass. At first, it was yeah, pretty that, easy. That fight's he, hard as shit. Yeah, it, it starts out pretty easy at first. And then he just goes balls to the wall and just shoots rockets at you every two seconds. So yeah, Predator is awesome. This movie, like, I don't know, just I, I could be totally wrong. It could be great, but right now I'm just like kind of lukewarm on it. No, I get the same vibe I got going into Predators for it at this point. I'm just like, eh. I think the thing that kills it for me is that they showed there's a bigger, badderer predator in this, and I'm just so worried that the, the. I mean, before they showed it, that was what all the descriptions of the movies were too. So I didn't, I didn't really even read those. I just knew there was a new predator movie coming out with uh, by Shane Black, and um, I just worry that like the the smaller predator is going to turn good and help the Marines and everything like that. And it's just like I don't want to see that. <laughs> I like it when there's one predator just hunting people down. Call me old-fashioned. I mean, unless it's just a whole ruse and the smaller predator just gets killed right away. Now, that would be pretty funny. I mean, Shane Black did throw everyone off in Iron Man 3, so he's no stranger to, to goofy twists like that. What everybody else yeah. said. I, I mean, I said this is obviously the best of the, the trailers they released for it. I think it's probably a more accurate representation of what the movie is. Um, I, really I like Shane Black movies, so I'm not super worried. I don't think it's going to be anything great because I feel like Predator was just. I think the problem is the, the first one is such like a, a perfect combination of everything, 
where they're, they're never going to get that back, no matter how hard they try or what director they put on it. Like, mm. well, here's, here's about the first Predator movie that, and because some of it's accidental too. Like, yeah, here's a good question: uh, which is uh, easier to, or which? How, how can I phrase this? Which uh, which series is tougher to make sequels for, Predator or Jurassic Park? I think because mm, both both have struggled uh, with, yeah. with their with their sequels. I think Predator maybe could be a little easier, only because since he's an alien, you can put him in a bunch of locales. Whereas uh, with Jurassic, the Jurassic series, these dinosaurs have always been always been confined to an island, and you know with the the way World Two ended, it seems like they're going to be part of society now. They're going to get yeah, jobs. I, 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 th- I think Predator is easier to do because it's a simple story. Predator comes to Earth because it wants to hunt prey. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you can just change the locale and change what, what he's fighting. When it comes to those dinosaurs, they're just props in a movie, and you got to build the story around them with other characters. I think part of the other reason why a lot of the Predator sequels haven't been successful is because of the Arnold factor. Uh, like Ar- yeah. Arnold is, is such an imposing uh, character and really, there's been no one to match up with uh, the Predator like Arnold. That's why. Well, Danny Glover is technically better because he killed the Predator. Oh, well, he was facing a, a Predator with Down syndrome. But <laughs> the uh, that, that's why if if I were to make a Predator sequel, I would have uh, instead of Arnold Fight the dinosaur. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I would have uh, I would cast the Rock in a Predator sequel. That way you have The Rock facing all... Because he's kind of like the Arnold of today, kind of. Yeah. He's too humorous. I think if like if they were going to go... Well, this like, is a Shane Black like, movie. It's going to be full, humorous. Full Fast and the Furious with uh, these dinosaurs... Or dinosaurs, these predators. Or, or dinosaurs. Yeah, fuck it. Give them dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, I, I haven't seen... Nah, I, mm, I, can, I don't see the humor being the driving force of this movie, though. Just... Uh, humorous scenes, whereas anything that The Rock is in, it's usually, it feels like comedy first and then the action comes second, with the exception of like Fast and the Furious. Who's another big meathead who acts? Channing Tatum. You can get him beefed up. Now, to me, he he just comes off like Adrian Brody of trying to be a tough guy. I haven't yeah. seen Adrian Brody since that, since Predators. I, I'm beginning to think that the Predator actually killed him at one point. <laughs> it's got it's got to be Mark Wahlberg because then he can be defending America at the same time. Oh my That's god! That's a great oh idea. God. I'm gonna kill this Predator. Say how do you mother for me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna blind it with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> You're one ugly. Say how do you mother for me? <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. <laughs> Uh, there was, uh, there was actually one thing that I saw online cause some, after the new trailer, people have, um, theories on things, uh, about the movie. And one of them is r- relating to the super predator. Now in the first trailer, they mentioned about how they were creating, um, hybrids and, uh, there's a theory out there that this new super predator is a hybrid of both, uh, the original predator and, uh, human. And mm. a lot of people are, are speculating that maybe the super predator is a hybrid with uh, Dutch. Yo, I can totally see that happening, but I hope it doesn't. To, I mean, you don't have they don't have to uh, have Schwarzenegger in the movie, and I'm sure he's not in the movie. But they could easily mention him, 
Uh, yeah. Just like I mean, they, technically, they mentioned them in Predators. Technically, so. yeah, but um, but like you could also change the country that it took place in when the uh, in Predators. They said yeah. it was Guatemala. Well, you it's know, because Valverde, it was an '80s thing. You can't bring it back. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's just a, a a theory that people have online. It probably won't be true, but uh, but if it is, you heard it here first. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be with Danny Glover because he actually <laughs> killed the predator. Oh my god, that's how he's so badass. Thing with me is when I was younger, I always liked the predator better, but then as I got older, I started to like the alien a lot more. Like, yeah, me too. I think it was because in, in the Alien versus Predator game, I had the very first one on Mac, and I would always play as the Predator. Oh, I love that that uh, fucking shoulder cannon. Alien so vs. Cool. Predator Two, the sequel to that one, is still probably my favorite. Oh, yeah. of all time. So I want to re-release. Damn it! I love you can play as a chest burster and eat through someone's chest. It's so cool. I mean, you can do that in real life if you want to. Um, num, 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 <laughs> num, num, num. Hey, Dan, I think it was you said on a previous episode that in Predators. The scene where like uh, they shoot that weird bug creature that's running that was originally supposed to be a xenomorph, is that true? I, I mean, it's a rumor, but I, I could assume I could think that they wanted to use one rather than but use. They some take random. that thing out super quick, though. It, yeah, this would have to be say. one of those yeah. uh, James Cameron aliens. Yeah. Well, that's 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 <laughs> the problem is that every movie that uh, came out since the Cameron ones that that's not made by uh, David Fincher, they kind of become uh, cannon fodder. So. Yeah. Mm. Well, Predators, or excuse me, The Predator. Hope it's good. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Will, will it be followed by The Predator 2 and The Predators? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Starring uh, Chris Hansen. Well, let's see how it does in the box office before we start talking sequels. Well, let's see what Disney wants to do with it, too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um. All right, speaking of Disney, uh, moving on, uh, they announced the, well, Sort of announced the, the the title for the next Spider-Man movie. Uh, Jason, Tom what? Holland spoiled it for everyone. He's a spoiler. Uh, to me, this one feels like a plant. Uh, yeah. Jason, what's the title? Really? No oh. way. <laughs> Jason, what's the title for the next uh, Spider-Man movie? It's called uh, Dunkirk. No, it's called <laughs> it's called Far From Home. Sticking. Hey, with... I mean that could be a. That could have been the alternate title for uh, Dunkirk. And then there's a oh, third yeah. one to be called Going Home. Wait a minute. Wasn't that <laughs> actually one of the taglines for the movie? <laughs> I, think it, I think it might have been. I'm going to look this Some up. Something about being far away. Um, but this, you know what? Even if like this isn't the real name, yeah, did they confirm that this was the real name, or is this still a rumor? It's, it's, okay. the, it's the name. Okay. I don't think they've confirmed it, but I don't see why they would do that. Like, He's not just gonna do it, a joke. It falls in line with uh, what the rumored plot synopsis for this movie is. That Spider-Man's like uh, he goes on like a school field trip to Europe and like fights bad guys in London or something like that. They said it's more of a globe-trotting adventure. The globe-trotters so, are gonna be in it. Yeah, you're gonna be spinning the oh, wheel. Oh God, yeah, I want to see Melomon. <laughs> By the way, uh, I cannot find that as a tagline for Dunkirk. The closest that they have is uh, 400,000 men couldn't get home, so home came for them. There you go. That's the new Spider-Man title. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so Far From Home makes sense with what that plot synopsis is supposed to be. Him just 
literally being thousands of miles away from New York City. So do you think that means that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be like something other than American as Mysterio since that's no. what we're hearing? He's probably going to be a traveling magician and they're going to meet in like Italy or something. He should just be his character from Nightcrawler. That guy was a fucking creep. <laughs> Lou Bloom. Yeah. Bloom and Onion. Just want another uh, scene of him just screaming at a mirror. <laughs> but yeah, Far From Home, Spider-Man 2. Um, He's going to blackmail Aunt May to bang him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, that's Doc Ock. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, this is, I, I would, it seems to me like this is the, the Spider-Man home trilogy. So I, yeah. I, I'm guessing the, the third yeah. movie is going to be Spider-Man, uh, uh, Homeward Bound or something like that. It'll just be com- coming home instead of homecoming. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the homie, Spider-Man homie, he's in the ghetto with Leprechaun. Oh, uh, well, I saw a, uh, a fan Spider-Man going home. Yeah, I saw a, a fan poster by uh, Boss Logic. I guess is the user's name. He creates a lot of the popular uh, edits of posters, and mm-hmm. it, he he created like uh, the third poster, uh, Spider Man Homies, and it was just a <laughs> shot. It was no, it was a shot of a, uh, it was a close up shot, and you could see Spider Man's boot and Miles Morales's uh, sneakers. Oh yeah, speaking like, of maybe Miles that, maybe Morales. that's where they'll uh, introduce them. Oh wait! So remember how weird the oh, fucking yeah. trailer looked at our screening? What trailer they for played the animated? The, yeah, they played the animated trailer, and I don't know if it's that they put the 3D version on both the 3D and 2D versions of Jurassic World, but ours looked really weird to the point I where think, uh, there I think parts that just hurt my eyes like. really badly, and it didn't look like that when I watched it on my computer. So I was just like, yeah. weird." No, because when I when I saw it on the big screen too, it, it had like a weird ghost thing, and I think that's just part of the uh, mm. the animation. I was I was gonna ask if you guys are even looking forward to that movie. I was, but yeah. if it's gonna hurt my eyeballs, um, I'm worried. <laughs> I just feel like I don't want to say unnecessary. I'm just like surprised that movie's even being made, like an animated Spider-Man movie. Well. We well, have, it's like, being made entirely by Sony, so they need to uh, try to milk the franchise for as much as they can. Yeah. The thing that is crazy, though, is Spider-Gwen is now probably the character to go fastest from being created to being put on the screen, like, ever, I think. Which she was only created, like, what, three years ago or something? Yeah. Damn. So that's what's kind of cool to me because i do like that design quite a bit yeah no that's pretty sweet and i am you know excited and intrigued to see miles morales as spider-man but still it's just weird to me that they're making a uh, you guys know there's jake johnson as peter parker (laughs) no i didn't (laughs) i hope in the in the sequel they introduce man spider (laughs) me too and shocker shocker Uh, any final thoughts about uh, Spider-Man uh, Far From Home? Yeah, why not? I, I can't wait to see how they bring him back. I, I do think it's really funny that they were uh, talking about how this trilogy is going to focus on what it means to be a New Yorker and all this other stuff. You mess with one of us. You mess, you mess with, with all, all of us. us. Yeah. Move that crane for you, Spider-Man. <laughs> Here's your mask back. <laughs> he looks like he could be my son. He is my son. 
All right, let's move on. Uh, Jason, do you have Twitter open so that we can answer some questions on yes. Twitter? We have two questions this week. Two! First one is from Smart Ass Reviews. They ask us, which dinosaur from Jurassic World would you want to see eat Jobo? Oh, my God. Hmm. Compy. I was going to say that, too, but now Which I one? think something else. Complexignathicus, the little green ones that like attack oh, you in packs. I was thinking of that the one, one too. The, the ones that attacked the little girl at the beginning of Lost World. Yeah. I, I wanted to say the, the thing that ate Newman, but that's not in Jurassic World. Um, blue. Ooh. I, I'm sorry you feel that way, Jason. But uh... <laughs> I'm so blue. I don't know. Maybe the uh, the the new Endoraptor, so that when he does get bitten, he won't bleed to death. Oh yeah, <laughs> Joe will be sleeping. Maybe he'll be alive. Him. Yeah. And yeah. Honestly, you know what? They could probably have a like a back and forth kind of comedic bit too, because <laughs> the Endoraptor also knows comedy. Yeah, he knows when to wink at the camera. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. Yeah. That's. A, I'll change my answer to that too. That'll mine's be funny. more of a logical pick, and it'd be the T Rex because he'd just start talking, and he wouldn't be able to stop waving his arms because he's Italian. So there, there's my answer. <laughs> but then the T Rex will sneak up behind Joe, and they won't even know. Uh, that was good. All right. Uh, <laughs> question number two from number one fan of the show, Block Coffee. They ask us if you're following it at all. Who do you think is going to win the World Cup? Uh, I'm not following it at all. So I, I know who's going to win. I'm going to say the Springfield Isotopes. I'm going to Croatia. Say, no, I'm going to say Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> I know Germany got knocked out today, apparently. That's what I hear. How's Russia <laughs> doing? I, 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 I'm not. Well, I'm not equipped enough to know that answer. <laughs> Jason, ask Yulia. How's Russia doing? <laughs> He's not. Here. She's probably working with Putin right now. Uh. Yeah. I, I'm not. I don't know if any of us pay attention to the footballs. No. When Mike and I were having a uh, lovely date the other day, and we had some lunch, they're watching it in the diner we were in. It's a big deal. Yeah, people were excited, and I was like, oh, they're kicking stuff. Yeah, and it <laughs> ended in a 0-0 tie. <laughs> Just I like think the- German or some some team scored a goal on themselves to lose oh, like how today or yesterday. <laughs> so, yeah, and that got them knocked out of the, the whole wow. thing. So, but If this was a different time, they would have all been executed afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> But someone was asking me, like, why? I think it's like Iceland or Sweden or one of them is, like, in the lead. And I'm like, and they're like, how come they're so good? And I'm like, you realize that soccer was, like, invented by the Vikings when they would, like, conquer someplace that cut someone's head off and kick their head around on a field for a while. Yeah, just like in Hostel. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was Hostel too, wasn't it? No, I think it was the first one. I, th- I don't remember what Hostel it was. Oh, wait, maybe it was watching. the second one. I don't know. I remember, remember watching it, and the girl's eye- eyeball was hanging out, so they That's the cut first one. Cut off with a book. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first one. The first one also had the little kids. uh, They, like, beat the shit out of the one guy for not giving them gum, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think it was the second one. I think the guy gets his head cut off in, like, the woods or something, and the kids start kicking it around. Oh, Oh, she she cuts his head off. 
when yeah yeah i it, it i don't remember i remember anything. her cutting off the other head that's what i remember isn't eli roth a visionary master yeah he's making kids movies now that's i want right. my green inferno too i don't no i don't don't they don't promised do it. they promised it <laughs> All right. Uh, well, those it'll be called the Green Returno. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna kick you out of this now, Mike. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's go over to Miscellaneous. What the fuck? Right in my ass. Cat calling. <laughs> All right, uh, Jason. Yes. Would you like to take a guess what our first story is about? The Burger King. Burger King is partnering with Anheuser-Busch to introduce the new American Brewhouse King Sandwich. Mm, that sounds pretty good. Uh, the, uh, sandwich includes, uh, two flame grilled beef patties, uh, three half strips of thick cut smoked bacon. Oh, my keep mouth it, is watering. Keep it in your pants, Jason. Oh, I can't. Uh, get ready. Crispy onions. Oh! oh. <laughs> uh, tavern sauce. Uh, I don't know what that is, but it sounds delicious. American cheese and mayo on a sesame seed bun. Oh, it's turning me into Robin Williams, chief. Oh, <laughs> The uh, the new sandwich is being promoted in ads featuring the old 1999 Budweiser "Was Up" slogan. What up? I'm gonna see you guys over the weekend. That's why I'm gonna say "What up." Please don't. Hey, Mike. Yes. What up? <laughs> okay, Jason, we're gonna kick you out of this. What up? <laughs> I'm gonna call one of you guys at like one in the morning. Be like, you're gonna wake up. Be like, what? I'm gonna be like, what up? And hang up. <laughs> <laughs> is it weird that when I hear that, that the two things I think of is either the Dudley Boys or um, scare the first scary movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think the first scary movie. Which is the one that had David Cross in it? Was that the second? That's the one? second one. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I can do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember the first thing I ever saw David Cross in ever was Small Soldiers, and he played like that <laughs> that quirky scientist in it. And then from that point on, he was always in a comedic role, and I was so confused as a kid. Yeah, yeah. that was the last thing I saw Phil Hartman in. Yeah, Whoa. his fucking toys killed him. No, his wife did. <laughs> <laughs> no. R.I.P. Um, let's see. Uh, as uh, part of the partnership, uh, Burger King is also introducing uh, new headgear for alcohol drinking. Jesus Christ! Just <laughs> don't drink and drive, people. <laughs> The, Can I get it in the drive-through? <laughs> uh, maybe the uh, it's called the limited edition. It's called Freedom Crown. Uh, is available to anyone twenty-one and over, and can hold both the American Brewhouse King Sandwich and a can of Bud on both sides. You can put your burger on your head. Yes, uh, with an American <laughs> crown in the middle and a straw for your mouth. America, everybody, we got to get one of these. Take a picture. I'll send you a picture right now of what it looks like. <laughs> on your head? No, not on me. On your head. On your head. 
Burger King. Burger oh, King. Man. Yeah, do you see that? Oh, oh man. my God. Tell Hold me on. you wouldn't wear that to a party. <laughs> Someone I'd... would steal your fucking burger. <laughs> I'd fucking wear that. Now, my question is, clearly you have the advantage of sucking the beer out of the straw. Mm. How do you eat the burger while it's on your head? <laughs> yeah. What's the advantage of your burger being on the side yeah, of and, He's landing on it. And is there any way to keep it warm? Because that thing's going to get cold up there. <laughs> and how, stu- how, like, how sturdy is that crown? Cause, it know, looks like paper. Yeah. They're usually made out of cardboard, so yeah. really thin cardboard. But it is very patriotic, as you can tell. There's an eagle on it <laughs> and the American flag. I'd use it. This is Honestly, this is uh, what... Can you go in there and be like, can I get that, but you can put the Whopper on it instead? <laughs> no, it doesn't fit. I feel like this is like the kind of wet dreams that Michael Bay has. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh. yeah, Mark, Mark Wahlberg should be wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> Make uh, sure you open the beer. And he'll... he'll... Wrecked cars. <laughs> yeah. He'll uh, break open the, the can of beer in someone's face. <laughs> and permanently blind them. <laughs> uh, all right. Moving on. Uh, our next story. A Florida man was arrested after allegedly slapping another man in the face with a big mouth billy bass. Sean, can you make an intro for Florida man? Uh, if I come up with an idea for an intro, I'll I'll do that. Okay. Uh, if anyone has ideas for the Florida Man intro, please send them my way at uh, uh, j g screen reviews at gmail dot com. Oh yes, they're gonna get right to me. <laughs> so anyway, this uh, this dude got hit in the face of the fish. <laughs> Not just any fish, Jason. It was a big mouth billy bass. Is that the fish that talks? Remember those? You hang them on your yeah, wall? Yeah, that's what it is. Be like, hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime gal. Uh, <laughs> is it just the first thing that somebody could grab? <laughs> uh, 54-year-old Gregory Carney is facing a charge of domestic battery after police say he slapped the man with the toy fish, resulting in a cut on his eyebrow. Owie. Uh, the man told police he was arguing with Carney because he was playing with the fish just to aggravate him. Uh, <laughs> he became fed up, and he put the fish in the trash can. Uh, Carney became angry when he learned the man threw out his fish, so he allegedly grabbed it out of the bin and threw it at him. Uh, he was uh, okay. he was arrested and released on $500 bond. And that makes sense that he threw it at him, because I'm sitting there trying to picture like how the hell... like. Like a chair shot to the head, but with a, with a big <laughs> mouth, big mouth Billy Bass. It's like ah, uh, the next extreme know. rules match. They're gonna use a big mouth Billy Bass. <laughs> well, I mean, if you remember those things, uh, at yeah, least back the in the day, that plastic board on. Well, them. not only that, they used to come in different sizes. You could get them, uh, you know, larger if you wanted. So I don't know how big this one was, but goddamn, smacked him in the <laughs> face. Someone do to you, Mike. Slap you with my big mouth bass. Ah, uh, hello, my baby. <laughs> all right uh our next story uh this, this is a sports story jason but don't worry it's 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 a good one uh 
uh, Fox Sports and the United States Golf Association issued apologies for some sexually graphic audio that made its way on the air during an FS1 live broadcast of the U.S. Open tournament. Like, <laughs> no, 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 well, not like that. It was the sound of something going in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of one of the Fox Sports microphones picked up supposedly a random golfer saying, "quote That's my ex. That's when we were fucking so hard, <laughs> and I headbutted her in the head, and I smacked that bitch down." <laughs> oh god! Um, Man, son, this wasn't Tiger Woods. No, no, it was not. <laughs> I don't think he qualified for this one. Uh, the audio techs uh, were not, unable to lower the microphone in time, and uh, unfortunately, the soundbite aired on FS1 during the broadcast. So they got into a little bit of trouble for that one. Just a little bit? Yeah, just they a had, little bit. They, they had to pay a little bit of money. Yeah. Uh, our next story, uh, another sports story. This is um, a sports injury. Uh, Chicago Cubs closing pitcher Brandon Morrow reportedly sustained a back injury while returning home from a game and he suffered back spasms while taking off his pants. Okay. <laughs> uh, he uh, was uh, interviewed about it. He said, quote, I was just undressing at my house. Like 3 a.m. in the closet, got my right leg off. Left one just felt like a spasm in my back. It's frustrating anytime you can't take, uh, you can't get out there, especially when you can't go because of something stupid like taking your pants off. <laughs> Uh, he's expected to be out for the next ten days due to the injury. Damn. So you gotta be, Jason. You gotta be careful taking your pants off. I'm gonna. And you gotta be time... careful with police dogs too. <laughs> oh. Nasty bastards. That's true. Sean, next time I take my pants off, I want you to help me. What? Yep. Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. Yep. All right, and uh, our next story. Uh, this is this is an interactive one. You guys get to interact with this one. Woo! Uh, let me uh, bring this up real quick. So I don't know if you guys saw this online. Uh, this is uh, apparently someone decided to use one of those um, one of those uh, bots where you you basically feed it whatever. Usually it's like video or something, and it spits out uh, a screenplay of mm-hmm. uh, basically some common. Um, Common things that show up in whatever the footage is. For example, this uh, this one that made news. Uh, someone took over a thousand hours of Olive Garden commercials, and <laughs> oh my uh, god! And they had the bot analyze it, and it spit out a uh, screenplay uh, for a uh, fake Olive Garden commercial. And uh, basically, what we're going to do is we're going to read the screenplay. I'm going to assign everyone parts. Oh uh, god. <laughs> Um, I will be playing the role of the waitress and announcer. Uh, Jason, you you will be friend one. Okay. Uh, Mike, you are friend two. And uh, Dan, you will be friend three. And I'm sending you guys the link now. Hopefully this uh, this works. Um, are you guys ready? Wait. I farted. Okay, now I'm ready. <laughs> All right. This is our the, the fake Olive Garden commercial. Uh, interior. <laughs> Olive Garden restaurant. A group of friends laugh at a dinner table. A waitress comes to deliver what could be considered food. (laughs) Pasta nachos for you? 
we see the pasta nachos. They're warm and defeated. <laughs> the menu is here. Lasagna wings with extra Italy. <laughs> we see the lasagna wings. There's more Italy than necessary. I shall eat Italian citizens. There's a T-Rex from earlier. Unlimited sticks. We see the unlimited stick. <laughs> it is infinite. It is all. That's so philosophical. Leave without me. I'm home. <laughs> gluten classico from the kitchen. We, we see the gluten classico. We believe the waitress that it is from the kitchen. <laughs> we have no reason not to believe. Friend four says nothing. What is wrong, friend four? Friend four says nothing. Friend four, what is wrong? Friend four? Friend four smiles wide. Her mouth is full of secret soup. Oh, no. And the announcer goes, secret soup. <laughs> Olive Garden, when you're here, you're here. Ow. I saw that tweeted the other day. I saw Olive Garden, when you're here, you're here. I don't know what it meant. Yeah. <laughs> oh god holy oh. shit that is that is like i'm so glad i only had to read one line because my ribs hurt now <laughs> well is... we, there's a couple more of these uh we also have another one uh oh. they uh, uh along with the olive garden commercial uh the same person decided to um have the bot watch 1000 hours of saw movies oh my god <laughs> Um, so this one, we only have two speaking parts. Uh, Jason, you will be Becky. All right. And, uh, Mike, you will be sexy doll. <laughs> I already am. <laughs> I'm going to speak like Linda Belcher. All right. And um, I'm going to send you guys over this one. All right. So all right. This is the, uh, what the bot, and these, and these are all shorter, but this is what the bot uh, views as a saw script. Saw it in a box. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the the title of this is Saw Nine. Saw did a bang the bang diddy diddy diddy. <laughs> Fucking Kid Rock wrote this. <laughs> I did read this one. <laughs> Let me know when you guys are ready. I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. All right. Interior whale. A sexy woman, <laughs> a sexy woman, Becky sex woman, is covered in blood, chained to a bed. She's in a whale, but doesn't know it yet. Ah, blood is supposed to be inside my body, not out. An old TV turns on. We know it's an old because it's covered in cobwebs and voted for Trump. <laughs> the doll from the other movies appears on the screen, but this time he's sexier. We know he's sexier because he's covered in sex webs. <laughs> Hello, Becky. Want to play a game? Yes, of course. Don't be silly. Yes, 100%. Game, please. <laughs> Becky still doesn't realize she's inside a, a whale. Becky, you are inside a whale. <laughs> Becky now realizes she's inside a whale. She's fine with it. I had, I had the key to this whale inside your pancreas. Good thing I'm a pancreas doctor. But since I know you're a pancreas doctor, I took it out of your pancreas and put it in one of your kidneys. The cool one. Ah, oh, fuck. I don't know kidneys. 
A countdown starts counting down from one hour on the TV. Whoa, what the fuck is that? I didn't do that. Who did that? <laughs> the whale did it. <laughs> oh, God. Now, now that one's clearly bullshit. <laughs> oh, my God. My, my fucking face hurts. All right, we have another it's, one. Oh, thank God. This is the best thing we've ever done. Uh, this one is uh, they fed the bot uh, 1,000 hours of Fox News segments. Oh, my, oh my God. And, uh, it would have been funny if they just put them all the fuck-ups the Fox News has when they come back and they don't know they're back, all that shit. Uh, we have man... Oh, I'm sorry. That's the wrong one. We have white man, <laughs> uh, which I guess, uh, uh, Dan, you can play white man. And um, uh, Jason, you will be uh, playing the Mr. character... Mr. Pink. Jason, you'll be playing the character uh, 9-11. Oh, no. Okay. And, uh, Mike, if you want, you can narrate this one. <clears throat> sure. All right, I'm ready. All right. Dan, you ready? Uh, let me get bigger. Yeah. All right. Title, Fox News. Interior, news sewer. A news anchor, Guy Whiteman, sits on a young child. <laughs> Obama just said he hooked Benghazi again. Graphic appears on screen with the text, number of times Obama stopped the Holocaust, zero. The graphic dies. Come back to the anchor. Earlier today, Jeb Bush offered to buy America from President Trump for a pound of Muslims, and Trump said, no, no, no. A picture of Jeb Bush eating his own head appears. The picture dies. Cut back to the anchor. Newsflash, we've got 9-11 calling into the show. Hello, 9-11. Lock her up. <laughs> Lock her up? Lock her up. 9-11 dies. Cut back to the anchor. Good call. Flood. <laughs> up next, Samantha B admits she's the ghost of Osama bin Laden. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. But first, is Amazon gay? We think so and don't need proof. Poor blood. <laughs> And we uh, there's there's one more left. We have uh, <laughs> we have this one, this last one. This this one they fed the bot uh, one thousand hours of infomercials. Oh, I was really uh, now, now we just need uh, Adult Swim to actually make this. <laughs> is, is is Billy Mays in this? I don't need know. to find this bot and have it voice uh, make a thousand hours of the Drew Carey show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you should do that. Uh, so this one uh, has I, three characters. Yes, it has three characters. Uh, uh, Jason, you can be voiceover. Um, okay. Dan, you will be man. And, oh, uh, can I be more fuckable? Man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, because Mike Dowling is clearly the more fuckable man. Goes without saying. <laughs> Um, let me know when you, when you guys are ready. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Infomercial. Interior garage. A man uses a saw to cut up a different saw. Has this ever happened to you? The man's saw explodes. He is unhurt, but angry. Your saw explodes, but it doesn't leave a delicious plate of lasagna at the point of explosion. The man looks towards the screen. Life without lasagna isn't life. A giant red X appears over the man, indicating he should die. <laughs> Hashtag never again. Interior, more fuckable garage. <laughs> a more fuckable man uses a saw to cut up a, a pile of teeth. Just watch. 
The man continues to saw. Keep watching. The man continues to saw. Any second now. The man's saw explodes. After the smoke clears, there is a delicious plate of lasagna on top of the pile of teeth. These teeth can stay. (laughs) Whatever product that makes this happen is never mentioned. (laughs) What the fuck? Oh, God. I want to so feed this That thing. was actually made, basically. Have you ever seen the Jack Chop infomercial? Oh, yes. <laughs> I want this thing to watch 1,000 hours of Shrek and make Shrek 5. Well, we need to figure out how this person was able to do this, uh, first of all. And then when it is, what we need to do is we need to feed it, because uh, I'm sure we have 1,000 hours of uh, blah, blah podcast. Oh, my God, yes. And have it spit out... Um, whatever a script would be for the movie of Blah Blah Podcast. Let's do it. That's our mission in life. That'll be episode 200. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's that's it. That's all we have. We'll end oh on that my one. God. That was so fucking funny. Holy shit. Sean, you got to find more of those if there is any. <laughs> we need and to make gotta... some. Yeah. Uh, or if you find more of them, we can read them on upcoming segments. But... Uh... Yeah, everybody, we hope you enjoyed that. Let's put a ball in the end of this episode. Blah, blah, podcast episode 147. Uh, we have a new tournament coming up. Sean will, will, will drop the deets, as they say in high school. And remember, you can follow us on Twitter at blah, blah, pod one. And our YouTube page, blah, blah, podcast, where we have funny video reviews all over the place. Uh, hopefully, we'll make a new one soon. I, I want to get together and make one in August. We'll try to pad that out. But before we go off the air, Sean, would you like to tell them about the new tournament coming up uh, next week, right? Well, yes. First of all, I never said that in high school. Uh, (laughs) And secondly, uh, yes, our next tournament is uh, starting next week. Uh, Oddly enough, we were talking about Olive Garden, kind of similar. But uh, this next uh, tournament is all about fast food. Um, And uh, we uh, posted up our brand new uh, logo on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, in commemoration of the new tournament. And also, our bracket is up there, so if you want to take a look, you can see all 32 uh, fast food restaurants on there, and you can uh, figure out who you think, make predictions of who you think is going to win the tournament. Uh, As far as uh, rules of scoring and everything, we'll get to that during the the first round. But uh, check out, look up for the first round next week. And, uh, yes. Woo! Who do you think will win the fast food? tournament here on blah blah podcast everybody tweet at blah blah pod one what you think follow us everywhere and have a great rest of your week good night